So uh, today I want to um, talk to you about something that um, has just has been in my heart, and it's something that the Lord really placed on my heart just for 2018, uh, just the type of life that I want to live in 2018. All right. So um, if you don't know, uh, I've been living in uh, Jeff and Jess's basement for about two and a half years now. All right. Two and a half years. Hello. Not going on three years in Jesus' name. All right. So we out. Um, deuces. Um, it's cold. It's, there's rats. It's really inhumane. Um, that's not true at all, but it's really, yeah, it is cold. Okay. It's very cold. I'm just joking. But um, anyway, so I've been living down there for about two and a half years. And, um, you know, I have uh, been living with my nephews. And let me tell you, I, I love my nephews. They are phenomenal. Um, if you don't know who they are, Michael's in the back, uh, Ben's with, uh, Pastor Jeff right now, and Luke is somewhere, I don't know. Um, but, um, anyway, I have seen them, you know, over the last two and a half years really just kind of grow up, you know, and, uh, I've seen Michael become a Bulls and a Warriors and a Lakers fan, you know, I've just seen him, you know, develop over the time. Um, you know, I have seen Ben, uh, learn how to wipe his own butt, you know, and things are changing, all right? Things are, you know, they're moving up in the world, all right? Um, but Luke... Little Lukey. Um, how do I describe Luke? Um, so when I first moved in, um, you know, he didn't know much words or anything like that. So really he just screamed, um, you know, which is a good alarm at 8 a.m. So on a Saturday. So, but he just, you know, kind of screamed. And it wasn't, you know, like anything quiet. It was a very, very loud, ah, like that, you know. I mean, that's kind of dramatic. But, but it was very, very, very loud. And uh, uh, it was so funny because... Um, you know, Jess would, he'd be upstairs playing, and, and Jess would be like, Luke, are you okay? And all you'd hear is, ah! <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so, you know, he would, just, he would just scream a lot. And looking back at it, it's very funny. At the time, I was wondering if Chipotle would take me back. But, um, but you know, so it's, you know, it is what it is. But looking back at it, it was funny. But now, you know, the other day we were having a meeting um, in, in their living room, and she hauled up for Luke and, and he said, you know, she's like, Luke, are you all right? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, it's like, can you come downstairs? Okay. I'm like, that's so polite. My gosh, how far we have come, you know, from screaming. We know words, and it's awesome. But, uh, you know, truthfully, you know, why did the screaming stop? It's because Luke learned how to be obedient, you know. He learned, hey, we don't scream, all right? We use words, all right? All right, pronunciation, all right? Put them together, form a sentence, okay? But, uh, you know, we, uh, we use words, you know? But, uh, you know, Luke really, really learned how to be obedient. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. And a lot of times when we hear the word obedience, we're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do it, all right? It's just it's scary, you know? I don't, I just, I don't want to do it, all right? Because... None of us really, really every single day choose to be obedient because, you know, we like to do what we want to do, you know? I mean, that's just who we are. But, you know, I like to uh, really take our lives and, and, and really compare it to a life of a child, you know? Because Jesus said, if you must become like a child to inherit the kingdom of heaven, you know? And so we really have to view our lives and our walk with the Lord as a child. And just like Luke Luke learned how to be obedient. We are all on this journey of learning how to be obedient in life. You know, my mom, um, 
cleaned out some dressers at, at uh, her house, and she brought me some old journals. And I love to journal. You know, I love to just write things down and everything like that. And it's funny because I was looking back, and, uh, you know, some of the stuff that I wrote in my journal, um, I'm still writing in my journal, you know. So we are all on this journey of obedience, all right. We have to learn how to constantly be obedient. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today, all right. So three points. Won't be long. That's what they all say, but we'll see. All right. Three points. All right. Here we go. My thoughts, my responsibility. All right. I'm really nervous about this. We're going to try it. All right. Everybody say it with me. Here we go. Touch your neighbor. All right. My thoughts, my responsibility. That was good. That was really good. But you know, I need something here. There's people. I need something. All right. Here we go. Ready? My thoughts, my responsibility. That was good. That's very good. All right, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, it says, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture these rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Let me tell you something. Your thoughts can keep you from obeying God, all right? Your thoughts can keep you from obeying God. God. Have you ever had a situation in life where you know, man, I, I really, really need to obey God in this situation. The Lord has laid it on my heart to do a certain thing, but then all of a sudden, your mind kind of just like, man, do you really have to do that? Like, like it's kind of inconvenient right now, right, to, to pray for that person or something like that, or to text that person, or to, to give here, or to give there. You know, it's, it's kind of inconvenient, right? I mean, your, your mind just plays tricks on you. Your mind will constantly try and talk you out of obeying God. We, we, we feel something from the Holy Spirit, and then our mind is like, oh, Maybe not, maybe not. Um, you know, this has been happening since the very beginning. You know, when Adam and Eve were in the garden and, and God told them specifically, he said, listen, obey me, all right? I'll give you one rule, okay? Don't eat from the street. How hard was that, you know? Um, the world would be a better place. But um, anyway, so God just, he told them, listen, don't eat of the street. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to obey. But then the enemy comes around, serpent, and he's like, did God really, really say that? And so the serpent just began to plant thoughts into Eve's mind, into Adam's mind. And did God really, really say that? Did God really, really say that you can't eat of this tree? And our mind is at this constant battle. Our mind is in this constant going back and forth and back and forth and saying, yes, I should do this. No, I don't know if I should do this or not. Yes, all right, let's do this. I'm feeling good right now. I don't know about that. Romans 8, 5 says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. And a lot of people think, you know, sinful thinking, oh, that's just lust. That's just thinking about this. No, a lot of times it's just our nature. It's just our flesh saying, hey, don't really do that. It's going to be inconvenient for you. It's not going to work out the way that you think. You know, when I was a uh, junior, I um, was really, really getting into, you know, telling people about Jesus. And I remember that the Lord constantly laid on my heart. He said, listen, 
um, I want you to um, tell this person or this person that Jesus just loves them. And I want you to witness to this person, you know. And so I was, uh, I was at Winans. Anybody like Winans? Anybody know what Winans is? It might be a Dayton thing. Is it a Dayton thing? Okay, Dayton thing. All right, the DYT. Okay, good. Represent. That's right, Cody. We know where we're from. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, so I went to a coffee shop. Is that better for you guys? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I went to a coffee shop, and, um, and there was this lady there. And uh, I could tell she was having a bad day. Um, you know, there was this guy talking to her, and he seemed pretty rude and everything like that. And so, you know, I might have put two and two together that this was either her ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend or a manager or something like that. But either way, he was just extremely rude to her. And I could tell that she was working hard because there was a long line. And um, I could just tell, you know, she was just having a really, really bad day, a really, really bad day. And so I got my coffee. I got my, um, you know, kiss of caramel latte, and uh, I got in my car. And, um, and you know, I, the Lord, as soon as I got on the road, the Lord was like, I want you to go back there, and I want you to tell her, hey, I care about her, and that I have a plan for her life, and that I love her. And so I'm driving, and I'm like, all right, sweet. I got this, you know, I mean, no big deal, I'll just go back there. And then my thoughts are just like, eh, you're already out on the road, you know, you don't want to waste gas, you know. <laughs> just silly things like that, you know. Your coffee will get hot, or your coffee will get cold, all right. <laughs> silly things like that, that our mind just plays games. So many situations like saying, she's not going to receive it. She's just going to blow you off. She's just going to do this. She's just going to do that. And so finally, I had to, like this verse says, I had to take these thoughts captive. I had to say, listen, mind, you're not going to convince me to disobey the Lord. I know that the Lord cares about her, and I know that the Lord wants me to go back there and tell her these things. And so what I had to do was I had to take these thoughts captive. I had to say, listen, mind, I'm going to have the mind of Christ. I'm going to obey the Lord no matter what you think. And so I whipped around my mom's minivan and I went back to Winans. <laughs> and I went in there and the Lord opened up the door. No one was there. Neither was that guy. And I told her that the Lord cared about her. And I told her that he has a plan for, and it's probably not whinings. But I obeyed the Lord right there, and I don't know what happened to her. I just planted a seed in her life. I just planted a seed. But I think too many times we hear with our spirit, but then our mind convinces us to do something else. We got to take those thoughts captive. They are your responsibility. They are in your mind. And so if your mind ever convinces you other, because we all feel it. We all feel the leading of the Holy Spirit. If you're a born-again Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And so those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And if you're a son of God, you're led by the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And so we all feel notions. We all think, man, I need to send this person a text today. I just need to encourage them today. But then our mind just goes, man, what's it going to do? It's not going to change them. He's just going to be mad at you. 
We got to take those thoughts captive because they can cause us to disobey the Lord. They can constantly cause us to question what the Lord is saying. God is very, very clear when he leads us. So don't let your mind convince you to disobey the Lord. Point number two is this, a drink. Obedience opens up the door to blessing. Hey, I like that one. That one's good. Isaiah 1, verse 19, it says, If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Exodus 19, verse 5, it says, Now, if you obey me and keep my covenant, you will, um, you will be my own special treasure from among the peoples of earth, for all the earth belongs to me. Obedience opens up the door to blessing. It opens up the door to God's blessing in your life. When you tithe, it opens up the door to blessing. Every single time. Every single time. Around last April, I was uh, liking this girl. And, uh, you know, she, um, uh, I met her and I thought she was, you know, just gorgeous. So I was like, and we got along for the most part. But, you know, I just, I, I started liking her and everything like that. I brought her to church a couple of times. My sister and everybody else hated her. So, <laughs> so I said, well, this is a good start. Uh, sweet. Um, cool. So, uh. I didn't listen to him, you know, because I was just in a trance. Don't judge me, all right? We all have days, okay? But uh, I was just in a trance. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, a lot of people just didn't like her. And uh, so I kind of said, all right, whatever. And uh, I knew in my spirit, you know, if I were to go on with this, man, I would be forfeiting a lot in my life. I would be compromising. And I knew that in my spirit I had to obey the Lord and just end things. It took me a while, you know, all right, but it's a process, not a project. Come on, let's write that down, all right, but, uh, you know, so, um, you know, I, I eventually broke up with her, and, um, you know, and I, and I knew that I had obeyed the Lord, and you know what, guess what, nine months later, I'm dating the most beautiful, wonderful girl in the whole entire world. God opens up the blessings of your life when you obey him. God opens up the blessings in your life when you obey him. When I was a junior, a lot of things happened when I was a junior. Man, I was at my peak of spirituality. Um, I swear, I am good. Uh, yeah, let's keep rising, Matt. Um, but uh, when I was a junior, um, I was just Jesus with skin on. So, uh, but uh, um, <laughs> the Lord asked me to... Uh, the Lord asked me to pick up trays at lunchtime, all right? And I thought it was pretty silly. I was like, all right, okay, I'll do that. So he asked me to go around and just pick up people's trays, you know? And so I did it, and people were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just trying to help you out, man. I'm just trying to love you and everything like that. And so I pick up people's trays, and, you know, uh, that year, uh, uh, you know, I was driving a really nice Civic and everything like that. And um, a semi um, rear-ended me, totaled it. I said, well, that's sweet. Um, so anyway, but you know, I, um, I eventually got a deal on a wonderful, wonderful focus. And, uh, actually it was, I think it was like $4,000 off of like what the Kelly blue book was asking. And, and this guy really hooked me up and everything like that. But I knew 
that because I obeyed the Lord and picked up trays, that he had opened up the door to blessing. And you may think, man, picking up trays, that's just a little thing. That's just a little thing to do. Let me tell you this, that God notices the little things that you do. Every single day, God notices how you obey. That rhymed. I didn't even come up with that. Um, Every single day, God notices these little things that you do. And you may, you know, Joe Schmo over here may say, oh, man, I'm, I'm going overseas, and I'm sacrificing my life and everything like that. All right, I'm obeying the Lord. All right, I don't, I don't have time for little things. I'm obeying the Lord over here. But I would say to Joe Schmo, you know, you obey the Lord and, and risk your life and everything like that, but do you do the dishes for your wife at home? Do you obey the Lord in every single day life? Do you text someone when you, when you feel the calling of the Lord, or are you just all about the big obedience acts? Because the Lord notices every single little thing that you do, and every single little thing, every single act of obedience that you um, do every single day, the Lord blesses you for. The Lord absolutely blesses you for. How do I know this? Because in Matthew chapter 24, it says, then the king will say to those on his right, this is the day of judgment when we stand before the Lord, it says, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom uh, prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me uh, clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous ones will say, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or, or feed you? or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, what you did for the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing for me. And it goes on to say that the people that Jesus cast away, they said, Lord, but we cast out demons in your name. We healed the sick. We did all these big things. But Jesus said, I never knew you. Jesus cares about the little things. Jesus cares about visiting someone that's hurt. Jesus cares about doing little blessings here and there and and blessing somebody here and there. Jesus cares about the little obedience acts that you do every single day. Jesus cares about them, and Jesus sees them. He sees them. So don't think that just because you... Uh, skipped over that inappropriate picture on Instagram and, and, and you, you uh, did this or you did that, you know, that Jesus doesn't see it because he does. And God will honor, he will bless you for your obedience every single day. Point number three. Worship team, come on up. Obedience changes us to be like Jesus. John chapter 14, verse 15. It says, if you love me, obey my commandments. If you love me, obey my commandments. You know, I used to think uh, this verse kind of backwards. I used to think, man, um, in order for me to prove that I love Jesus, I have to obey him. 
And that's kind of messed up because it works. It's like you have to prove to God, hey, I love you. I'm going to obey you then. But I think this verse is, gets misinterpreted. And I really believe that it is, hey, I love Jesus. So I'm going to obey him. It's not about works. It's not about saying, hey, man, I, Lord, I, I obeyed you today. That counts, right? I love you. Maybe. I obeyed you today. You know I love you. But it really starts with us loving Jesus. You know, when God called me down here, there were some people who were like, hey, listen, you probably shouldn't go. Like, you're going to live in someone's basement, and you're going to work at a fast food restaurant for a couple years, and, you know, wake up to screaming kids. Like, yeah. It's because I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And so I'm going to obey him. Whatever he asks, I'm going to obey him. Because obedience is not an obligation. It's an opportunity to become like Jesus. It's not an obligation. Jesus isn't forcing you to obey him. Jesus doesn't want obedience just to come out of, man, this is just the Christian thing to do. This is just what you're supposed to do in life. No, Jesus wants obedience to come out of a heart that says, man, I love him. I, I love Jesus. I'm not ashamed of him. So when I went back to Winans, it was really because I love Jesus. And Jesus loves this girl. And so I'm going to obey him. Not out of obligation, not out of guilt, not out of shame, not out of religion. Kick that out of here. Christian walk is not about religion. It's not about works. It's not about acts. It's about where's your heart at? My heart belongs to Jesus. So if he asked me to give, I'm going to do it. Not because we stand up here and tell you all this stuff. It's not out of obligation. It's not out of guilt. It's not out of shame. It's not out of routine. It's not out of what you're supposed to do. It's just frankly because I'm just in love with Jesus. And everything that I have, everything inside of me, it's his. So I'm going to obey him. Why don't you stand up this morning? Maybe there's something in your life right now. Man, you know, you know, you know, you know, and you've been dodging it for a while. But you know that you have to obey the Lord. And listen, this is a good thing. So many times obedience is just like, all right, fine, I'll do it. But this is a good thing. 
The love of the Lord should flow out of your heart. Man, the love of Jesus should just flow out of your heart. The love for Jesus should just flow out of your heart. And man, I love Jesus so much that I'm gonna send Joe Schmo a text today. I know he's been hurting. I know he just went through that divorce. I know that, man, he's just having a rough time, so I'm just gonna send him a text. I'm gonna call him today. Man, I know, I know, I know, I know that the Lord is asking me to give more. Man, I'm just gonna do it because I love the Lord. And you know what? When I obey Him, the blessings of the Lord just kind of flows out of my heart and the blessings of the Lord just kind of flow on my life. And it's amazing. And it's like this cycle. It's like the Lord loves you, you love the Lord, obedience goes forth and blessing comes down. This is just the cycle that happens when you, when you start obeying the Lord. But if you love the Lord, then He's in control of your life, and everything that you have is His. So, won't you close your eyes this morning? If you have something that you know, you know, man, today I need to obey the Lord. Man, I know I need to go pray with this person. I know that I need to do this. I know that I, whatever it is. And if you can't think of anything, go back to the last thing that the Lord asked you to do. If the Lord's not saying anything to you, go back to the last thing that the Lord asked you to do because sometimes the Lord will not take you to the next step of obedience until you do this. He will not take you to the next step of obedience until you have previously done what He asked you to do. So go back to that, whatever it is, go back to that. Listen, I couldn't shake I couldn't shake not going back to Wyans. If, if, if I would have not gone to Wyans that night, I would have been up all night. And then I would have just gone to Wyans the very next day until I saw her again. The Lord is asking you to do something and to step out in faith and to say, listen, I love the Lord so much. I love him. I love him, I love him, I love him. So out of that heart of just love for Jesus, I'm going to obey him. I'm going to obey him today. Man, I'm going to obey him. I'm gonna obey him in the little things. I'm gonna obey him in the, in the big things. I'm gonna go obey him every day when there's somebody, man, that I come in contact at Walmart that needs healing, that is sick, that it has cancer, that has this, that has that. Man, I'm gonna pray for him because I love Jesus and Jesus loves that person. So come on, why don't you take 30 seconds real quick, ask the Lord, Lord, what is it? What is it that I need to obey? each other because I guarantee you that as you go from this place the Lord is going to start laying things on your heart that you need to obey and guess what we need each other if you have to tell somebody hey this is what the Lord's asking me to do keep them accountable keep them 
accountable. There's nothing wrong with calling somebody out if you do it in love. But just pray for the person on your right and your left right now and just be like, Lord, strengthen them. Because we need the Lord's strength. It's not easy to obey sometimes. But we need to be a church in 2018 that obeys the Lord. Watch what he does. Man, you need to invite somebody to church. Invite, invite them. Who cares what they say? Obey the Lord. Just because somebody denies you doesn't mean that you misheard the Lord. It just means that they made a choice. But pray for that person real quick. Pray for that person. so much. <laughs> Lord, you are King of kings and Lord of lords, and you are Lord over our lives. You are in control. So if we took away the reins from you, Lord Jesus, we give them back. If we put you second, Lord Jesus, we put you first today in our hearts. And we thank you, Father God, that as we go from this place, that we would just be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, if you want to do something in somebody's life, if you want to do something in this person's life or that person's life, Lord Jesus, Father, we open up our hearts to obedience today because we love you. We're not holding anything back, but we're going to be a church that's going to be led by the Holy Spirit in 2018. We're going to be a church that is led by the leading of the Holy Spirit because we are the sons of God. And we're not going to hold anything back this year. We're going to walk in obedience. We're going to live in blessing. And we're going to love the Lord every single day because we love you, Lord Jesus. And we want to walk in obedience. So we thank you, Father God. Strengthen every single person in this room. Strengthen them, Lord Jesus, with your might in their inner being, Lord Jesus. <coughs> we love you. We love you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You guys are awesome. I love you so much. Have a fantastic, fantastic Sunday. You guys are dismissed.